0: Welcome to Episode 2 of Forever Yellow on Black. We discuss all the important issues such as, are pies still part of the culinary experience at an AFL game? We talk to the Punt Road Princess Charlotte about her business initiatives which are really fantastic and her love of the game and we discuss is Dusty one of the greatest AFL players of all time? Welcome to Episode 2 Forever Yellow on Black. were inspired by The Last Dance, meant to be the 1998 uh, documentary of the Chicago Bulls dynasty playing their final season together, um, but more so in Michael Jordan documentary really, is a lot of talk about goats in different sports, and one of those uh, names bandied around at the moment is Dustin Martin. And then it's questionable that he's even the GOAT of Richmond. We live in an era where we can be victims of recency. I mean, even at Richmond, you've got Kevin Bartlett, five premierships, um, almost 800 goals. You've got uh, Royce Hart, considered one of the greatest forwards we've ever had. Jack Skinny, Titus, uh, obviously with almost 1,000 goals. So many champions that we've had. Uh, over the years. I mean, Ian Stewart recruited from St Kilda, um, one of the greatest footballers that has ever existed. In a sport where there's 18 on the ground at any one time, um, obviously up to uh, 22 with the bench and, and big squad numbers, it's, it's, and, and also taking into account all the different positions that, that, that people can play in our wonderful sport, it's really hard to call anyone the GOAT. Are there people who can be considered champions? Absolutely. No one would ever argue Lockett or Dunstall or Ablett or uh, Diesel Williams or any of those kind of players are absolute champions and Dusty will be considered one of those if he's not already. So having a look, Dustin Martin, born 26th of June, ninety one, so you know coming up to his 29th birthday still has uh, many years to go, he was our third pick overall. Um, sorry, our first pick and third selection overall in the 2009 AFL draft, recruited from the Bendigo Pioneers, Castlemaine region, or Castlemaine region of Victoria. He has played 225 games for 251 goals, two-time premiership, two-time Norm Smith medalist in 2017 and 19, won his Brownlow Medal in running away in 17, the Lee Matthews Trophy in 2017 for the uh, AFL Players Association Player of the Year which is sensational as well. Three-time All-Australian, 16, 17, 18. Two-time Jack Dyer medalist, 16 and 17. 2 Two-times Gary Ayers award in 17 and 19. State of Origin, best on ground in 20. Two Yoking awards, 16, 17. Two-time Ian Stewart medal winner, 17 and 19. Uh, and the AFL Rising Star nominee in 2010. What an absolute star-studded um, or, you know, what an unbelievable career highlights. Is he the greatest Richmond player ever? Is he the greatest AFL player ever? It's a good argument to have. I'd say just enjoy him while we've got him. Evening, Charlotte, how are we?
1: Hello, Paul, how are you?
0: Very, very good. And uh, I believe you're just as cold as me, so feeling pretty good now, all rugged up in my Richmond jacket, so feeling good
1: yeah I've got my dressing gown on actually. I'm a bit of an old lady <laughs> i
0: should I should have gone down that path as well. so <laughs> tell us a little bit about um your richmond supporting what what got you on board what what keeps the kind of fires burning
1: uh, well for me, I've kind of never really had a football team like growing up. Um, my family, my grandfather and mother were Carlton supporters um and my grandpa used to work at the MCG selling pies back in the sixties, uh, I think um it was a bit of family history um and then my stepdad was huge huge um Hawthorne supporter um so during those years I was living at home I was a bit younger then. um during their their big days um the dynasty days for Hawthorne so And I think I just hated Hawthorne because they loved it so much, Um, my younger brother and my dad. (laughs) um, They were just so in your face. Uh, I just couldn't deal with it. Um, And then I met my now husband um, and he was a big Richmond supporter and I just moved to Richmond, um, the suburb, and I loved Richmond, the suburb. I thought it was – it's so community-based, great food, great pubs, great atmosphere. Um, always really I just moved down the road to hawthorne because i couldn't couldn 't afford Richmond with my partner, <laughs> so I thought the next best thing is the next suburb over um, so yeah he's he 's been a Richmond supporter since he was born
0: um well you had I mean, no choice then yeah yeah, no
1: choice, but I was totally on board with that because I loved how diverse Richmond was um in everything they do and they're just a great supporter of women and yeah all cultures. So I really well you have to you have much to much.
0: give you have to give your partner is it a partner husband what 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 are we calling him?
1: A husband now,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So you have to give him a shout out.
1: Oh, for sure. Um good old David, I love him. He's <laughs> we we even talked about the tigers in our um wedding vows back in February, so
0: Oh, I absolutely love that. We yeah. we should get those vows re uh, we should get them uh, reproduced on this podcast one night. No, we wouldn't. Yes. We wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Now, interesting. <laughs> interesting. You said that um, your granddad sold pies at the MCG. We did a um, small uh, poll this afternoon and tonight on are pies a culinary. You know, do you, are they a must at the football these days? Um, and we're up to about a hundred votes, and sixty odd percent say they still are. Uh, a culinary, um, you know, a necessity at the football. Your thoughts there?
1: I I think so. I think they're the perfect, perfect meal for the football because you can put them in your hand. They're mm-hmm. warm. So they warm you up during the winter and they're re- like, they're not light. They're kind of filling like, and you need that. You don't want to sit there and have a salad. You know what I mean? Um, so I feel like they're really nice and heavy, salty, is what you want. I'm more. I'm more of a um, hot jam donut kind of gal at the footy myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just seen that uh, four and twenty pies are released like a vegan or veggie pie, um, which would be great for them to broaden their um, community. I think.
0: Yeah. I won't make a comment on that. I'm. I'm a little bit torn at the moment, but uh, the hot jam donuts were definitely a post game thing for me. So I really yeah. love that. Love that idea. Now you might be known under a different name, different moniker there at all. And I think you might be slightly embarrassed by it, but <laughs> h- h- how else would we get to know you?
1: Yeah. So well, on my Twitter, I'm still Charlotte, um, but my website on my Twitter, in my little bio is um, Punt Road Princess, which is a little business venture, side hustle, hobby, whatever you want to call it. Um, that i do um so but people have messaged me and said like oh hi primary princess and it's like oh that's interesting that people call me that um but i totally get it some people only know me as that which is totally fine could be worse have um, you got the
0: name down have you got the name like is it um is it one that you've kind of i don't know i don't know if this is the right word not franchise but is it one that you've actually um recorded as a business name
1: Uh, Yeah, I haven't trademarked it, which I probably, I I haven't trademarked it, but it is a business name. I actually got an ABN Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, the other day I thought, you know, tax time's going to come around, so I'm probably going to get in a little bit of trouble, um, you know, off the record. (laughs) Um, So I'm not really good with finances and stuff, so hopefully I'll be okay. But yeah, I thought I'm kind of growing as the days go by, so I should probably... Um, get a bit more serious about it. <laughs> well,
0: I mean there's a lot of people who um, as many people who do know about as, you know just as many who don't. So tell us a little bit about what uh, Punt Road Princess provides and I believe it's a little bit different to what club merchandise and so forth might be.
1: Yeah so the idea of Punt Road Princess was I wanted to make some merchandise that wasn't as in your face and out there as AFL merch, not just Richmond merch, AFL merch in general, um, I feel is very in your face Um, and can be classed as tacky. If you see someone walking down the street with a bunch of merch, you're kind of like, oh. Um, So I wanted something a bit more subtle um, in a way. So I created some enamel pins of Dustin Martin after his fourth goal in the grand final, um, holding his shirt, sticking his tongue out. Um, created a couple of those and the response was insane. I sold out I got thirty and they sold out in a couple of hours. Um, so I thought crap, I gotta gotta get off to those and I think people are starting to like this. Um so I've created keychains, air fresheners, some hair clips, some bling bling hair clips. because um, there's not <laughs> there's not too much going around for the for the women supporters. Um, so I thought you got to look pretty at the footy sometimes um, when you're going off at the umpires <laughs> Yeah, I, I,
0: I struggle with that one but I, I hear
1: you <laughs> it appealed to the women, but I did think oh, the men are going to be a little bit sad something's not coming out now
0: Oh no, I, I love the fact you're doing it I just can't yeah. be pretty at the football it's not yeah. in my nature So,
1: Well the things that come out of my mouth aren't too pretty at the football so I thought I'd better think of other ways to look pretty <laughs> um, and yeah, air fresheners Um, And candles at the moment, Um, yeah, as of last week. So I'm really excited about the candles and getting creative in the kitchen, making them up. So, yeah.
0: And you came out with something else uh, just really topical for this time of year, not this time of year, with what is unprecedented. And do you want to tell us a little bit about that as well?
1: Yeah, so um, I created a design um, after, you know, sitting at home, having lost my job to COVID or just during this time. Um, Not much to do all online classes. So I got a bit creative and did a um, dusty social distancing shirt wearing a, a face mask um, kind of went viral pretty, pretty quickly. And I had a lot of people messaging me about merch. Um, they could get it on hats, masks, t-shirts. So straight into business mode. I yeah contacted a t-shirt printing company just down the road from me in Murrumbina in Melbourne um, they whipped up some shirts for me. I did a pre-order um, because, you know, I always have people say, oh, I'd buy this. And then sometimes I bring something out and it never sells. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll put up a pre-order. I'm sure I'll sell 30. Um, so the first batch I did sold well over that. And so I closed it off. I was like, all right, that's it. That's the pre-order done. Had to open up another one and then the third one. Um which kind of saved me at the time because it helped me pay my rent as I'm a (laughs) casual I'm a casual worker so it was kind of you're out on your own and this was before JobKeeper came out and I was waiting on the JobSeeker lining up with Centrelink for those people so it kind of I really really admire how the the Richmond supporters came together and kind of rallied and helped me out with that and yeah, they have a cool well, shirt out of it.
0: I, I I love your designs. I love the stuff you do, and um, certainly did request it, did ask, but we we've been using the uh, dusty social distancing as our uh, banner for uh, a number of weeks now. Really appreciate <laughs> it. So so, how can people order stuff um through you? What what's the uh, what's the addresses they can get to as well?
1: Yeah, so the best way um is just www dot com um and if they have any questions there's a contact bar down there otherwise i am on twitter and i'm a lot less professional i'm more just chill on there probably tweeting about whatever's on tv um or recapping the footy so that's um charlotte with three t's so c-h-a-r-l-o-t-t-e-l-k um on twitter and yeah have good chats with everybody there made a lot of friends through twitter um I love my tiger twitters,
0: Twitter tigers. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, um, we'll, we have to throw out one here for ourselves. We're on Twitter at Forever Yellow on Black, and also on Facebook at Forever Yellow on Black, and just starting the podcast now as well. So we're relatively new. Yeah. So we have to ask you. We have to ask you these. You've been following Richmond, probably not as long as other people, and and to me, I don't care. Um, if you're, you, you can't get to a hundred thousand members plus. If you're not getting new people on, so I'm all for. Um, I don't care if you followed Richmond for a year or fifty years. You, you, you're part of the family once you say you follow Richmond. In my mind, yeah. so has it been time to have a favourite former player?
1: Um, I definitely think Richo. I mean, I think that's a classic answer. I know that, <laughs> um, but Richo's great. And my husband, he said, Richo was his. Richo was his reason for staying around for all those years um, and yeah and then I ended up because I, I, I'm really into presents like I really like giving presents to people yeah. um, and I thought I'm going to give my husband a wedding present not that my hand in marriage is enough um, <laughs> so I've got to give him a wedding present so I reached out to Richo and um, got him to sign a jersey for my husband and says to David happy life happy wife happy wife, happy life, um, <laughs> and then signed by Richo. And my husband couldn't believe it. It was like I'd just given birth to his first child. He was beside himself. He was in absolute shock. So um, shout out to Richo for, you know, making that happen as a wedding present. And, yeah, I've got a few brownie points. Oh
0: you it. you were 100% have and I think um what you've said and it doesn't matter that so many people do Richo did keep those fires burning for so many years. Um this might be an obvious one but I, I love the answers people come up with. Your your favorite current player or players? Oh
1: um I am loving. I go through stages. Um I feel like it's the same as girls with boy bands, how they always have a favorite, <laughs> different favorites depending on the mood, but I'm loving a bit of Liam Baker. Um, I feel like he's definitely going to emerge. Well, he's already emerged, but he's definitely going to get stronger and better. And I just love watching him play. I think he's just a cutie mm-hmm. from a little country town in Western Australia. Typical yep. like Aussie boy. That you know, we all went to high school with. So I'm loving. Bit of larrican, larrican. isn't there? The, yeah. Like,
0: the Larrickan's amazing. He gets hit by someone. He gets up with a smile. Yeah. He gets into a wrestle. He smiles. You know, I, I absolutely, yeah, I, I agree. Absolutely adore him. And I think um, being even smaller of stature, uh, yeah, I, I just I, yeah. I adore him. So I really do like that. I think he can go up both ends of the ground. So it's going to be yeah. exciting as well. Anyone, anyone else there? that's been on the, on the kind of border of your favourite player?
1: Um, I'm loving Lynchy at the moment as well. He's, yeah. you know, just coming from a Melbourne, I mean, from a Melbourne, like, home and then having to go up to Gold Coast and then having the decision to come to Richmond. Um, we had a talk. Oh, it's so
0: horrific living in Queensland, believe me. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, we're complaining it's going to be 21 tomorrow, okay? So, yeah. yeah, it must be so hard.
1: But, I mean, at least you don't have to hang out with the Gold Coast sons, um, <laughs> every day in their conditions. Um, but no, nah, he's really exciting. And I think, yeah, we, we spoke to him recently um, through school. We had a Skype session with him and he was really great to talk to. And he's he's super excited about being at Tigerland and all the opportunities he's getting. Um, it's what he wanted. and I think he's living that dream. Um, so I'm really excited to see him continue to grow uh, with the guidance of Jack.
0: And you get that, um, you you seem to get that from everyone who comes to the club, whether it's one of the AFLW um, girls as well, saying just how excited they are to be um, at the club and the atmosphere. And it just, you know, recent training, I'm not sure if you've seen any of the videos, the boys just seem so happy. And that's the whole point in playing football. I mean, yes, we can say they get paid well, but they seem happy. And that's just, that's really rare and amazing to see.
1: Yeah, and I think that's really – that's huge credit to Emma Murray, um, the wellness um, and mindfulness coach that they brought in. Um, a lot of people say that she's the reason that they won the premiership in the last two years. And I was talking to Liam Baker in another session at school that he was saying, if you told me four years ago I'd be doing meditation and having a laugh uh, before the game and mucking around with the boys – that I'd be doing that before a game, I'd laugh in your face. And Dion Prestia said the same before his first game at yep. Richmond. He, all the boys were laughing and having a joke around. He goes, "Oh, oh God, I've made a mistake. I shouldn't have, shouldn't have come here. They're not taking it seriously." And um, yeah, he just realised that the amount of work that Emma Murray's done with those boys is is crazy. And yeah, it's just all about having fun. That's it.
0: So so many people behind the scenes, and yeah. it's really good that we're a club that actually celebrates that. Um breakout person for the year, is there anyone you've got in mind who might really shock us? Because every year we seem to have players and we go, where did he come from? Who's going to have the breakout this season? (sighs) Putting you under the pump now.
1: No, that's fine. I think Paddy Nash, um, he's working real... I mean, they're all working hard. I can't say that they're not. But um, I think he's really... It's what he wants and he wants to become a, you know, every match player. So I think Paddy Nash or Jack Ross... Um, both two players to
0: really look out for. Well, in our first episode, I put up Paddy Nash. Um, but yeah, uh, Ross as well. I mean, th- this is why I'm so confident we're going to have a golden, golden generation because people talk about Jack Graham and we talk about the other young players. But Ross, without the injury last year, I think he would have had a really great uh, 2019 as well yeah. so i think that's a really good call from yours we we often ask this one or we will be anyway any game day traditions uh any kind of um i don't know i don't want to say yet superstitions but anything along those lines
1: yeah um for me this is a really weird one i feel like um for me i always listen to thunderstruck by acdc Um, on the tram on the way there and pretty much walking up to the MCGR. It's on repeat. I just, it kind of like gets me pumped. I don't know. I just have to listen to it. Um, But yeah, I think things can be different. When fans go back, I I have to be at the games a bit earlier, so I'll still be listening to it, but... um... Yeah.
0: Just how many times? Probably only, what, 25 to 30 times before the game then?
1: I mean, it's, what, a five-minute song, I think. So <laughs> catching the, <laughs> yeah, maybe the tram from Hawthorne to to the MCG, yeah, probably about 10, 10 15 times. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> well, we'd, loved, uh, we'd love nothing more than to have you on the show uh, throughout the season and over the years as well. Uh, yeah. We're pretty embryonic at the moment. Um, so... Thank you so much for being with us tonight. And anyone else you want to give a shout out to before you before we go?
1: Oh, I just think all the, the Twitter Tigers. I love those guys. I think they're awesome. And I'm really excited to be able to get to meet a lot more people throughout the, not this season probably, because fans aren't looking too flash hot. But um, I haven't really met many Twitter people yet. So I'm really excited to get out there and meet all the Twitter Tigers and all the people I've been talking to throughout the last
0: couple of years. I think that's what's made us uh, a really good family. I totally agree. So when you and your husband come up to uh, watch a Gold Coast or Brisbane game over the next few years, you can uh, come and hang out with the Queensland Richmond supporters group. We'll, uh, we'll gladly sell your merchandise on oh, the night as well. can't
1: wait. I'm excited. I love those guys. Dylan is um, hes really lovely too. I talked to him. Dylan Leach or
0: yeah. El, El Presidente as we call yes, him up here. Yes,
1: that's the one. Yeah, he's awesome.
0: Well, you have a great week. Stay warm. I believe you are in your PJs yes. at, at the moment. so Of course. Interesting stuff. You might have to go down that range, I think, as well.
1: Yes, of I think, yeah, PJs, Tiger PJs. That's next on the list.
0: <laughs> well, Punt Road Princess, I oh, had to embarrass you there, Charlotte. Thank <laughs> you so much. And uh, we'd love to have you on the show again.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Paul. Talk to you later. Will do. Bye. Paulette
0: kicks back inside the 15. Right, We ran a poll earlier on a Reveo on Black's Twitter accounts. Just wondering if people still thought pies were the number one culinary treat at the football. 75 votes in over a few hours and 59% of people still saying the pie is the number one thing you can eat at the footy. So we keep changing rules, but the meat pie still rules the culinary tastes of the Tiger Army. Thanks for listening to another episode of Forever on Black. You can catch us on Twitter at Forever on Black and also at Facebook, Forever on Black. Join the conversation and as always, go tags!